In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tug Entertainment or its partners. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, and welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset. I am always so excited to be here with you. So thank you for being here today. This is Marla Tabaka, and we have yet another fabulous show lined up. Hey, so do you ever wonder whether you have the courage to achieve success? Yes, it takes courage. We need the courage to take risks, to accept criticism, and even the courage to fail, because failure is a really important part of success. And it takes creativity as well. You know, the ability to see the big picture, find your own uniqueness, and perhaps that one huge breakthrough idea that you've been waiting for. But some people just can't seem to break through whatever is keeping the courage and creativity at bay. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Today's guest is here to help you discover new ways to go from where you are now to where you want to be in your business and financial success arenas to take a look at the courage and creativity in a kind of a different and new light. Chaney Weiner is a sought-after authority on human potential and personal development. He's also the founder of the Cheney Institute of Human Potential, an organization dedicated to helping people worldwide to empower themselves and to grow. Cheney helps his clients to discover their hidden brilliance and uniqueness based on what is most important to them. His work has been featured on Montel Across America with Montel Williams, Hollywood Confidential, Martha Stewart Living Radio, Hay House Radio, and hundreds of other other great venues around the world. So he's been here before on the Million Dollar Mindset, and I would like to welcome back Chaney Weiner. Thank you so much for being here today, Chaney. It'll be great to hear your voice again. Thank you, Marla. It's great to be here, and it's great to hear your voice again. I appreciate you having me on. Oh, absolutely. Always very fun to have you on the show. So, Cheney, I know as a coach and you know as a transformational leader and, and personal development leader that success means it really means different things to different people, right? But to some extent, extent we, we all want success, whatever that definition is to us. So tell us first how you define success and what it means to have success. That's a great question, and I'm going to answer that, and well, I'm going to begin by saying that what success means to me is going to be different than what it means to you, than what it means to each person listening, and that's going to be based on 
what's most important to me. It's going to be based on what's most important to you. It's going to be based on most important to anyone who is listening to this. And that wherever that success is, it could be in your finances, it could be in your business, it could be in your family, it could be in your friends, your social network, your physical health, whatever it is for you. It's it's obviously it's going to be different, but see somebody who may who may be successful financially. I'm not saying all people do this. May look at someone who has success in a family and may think, well, that person is not successful. Well. I've, that's really half true. And maybe in their family they're successful, but maybe in their finances they're not. And let's take someone who may have a, you know, a, a huge amount of financial success. They may not have the kind of success in their family that the, that the quote-unquote family person would have. So success, again, can mean different things to different people. And it's not right or wrong. It's going to be based on your values, based on what's most important mm-hmm. to, uh, to you. Yeah, so Cheney, you're citing success in all of these different arenas. Is it possible to have that the kind of balance in life that, that where you where you feel successful in in every area? Yes, and the interesting thing about that is, well, let me say it like this: it's really a matter of putting a higher priority on whatever it is that you would love to achieve. Now, obviously, certain people are going to focus on certain areas, but ideally, you know, you really do want to have that balance, but just also understand along with that, you know, there may be times where where you'll find yourself maybe taking a little from one area to devote more time into the other area to bring that other area up to par or up to where you would like it to be, so to speak. But no matter really, no matter how you look at it, there's going to be success and there's going to be failure along the way. In fact, I'm sure you've heard the phrase "failure way to success." Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a believer. Yeah, I think sometimes people really it's all in how someone looks. It's not to say to go out and just fail, 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 fail. Right. But just understand that along the way, along the steps, if you will. You're going to have things that are going to come into your life that are not going to go your way, and you may look at it as a failure. But when you when you take that and look at that as an opportunity to take that success to a higher level, that's another way that you can bring balance to each of those areas of life in the form of success mm-hmm. or success. Well, especially in business, right? Because it's the failures. If you if you roll out an idea, for instance, and it doesn't perform the way that you had thought and hoped it would, you know, you have the opportunity to examine why and to ask your audience and to engage with people about it and, and then to go a different direction or improve upon whatever the rollout was. I mean, we just build, you know, from learning on our failures. And, and the other thing I see often, is is if something doesn't succeed the way that we'd hoped it would, that, you know, it wasn't intended for us. And it can send us in a different direction where we'll be much more happy and complete, if you will. You actually mentioned something that I was reading between the lines of what you just said, and I want to make sure everyone else sees that as well when you were talking about about the failing and, and other people, and that is to look for feedback, because right. That, because that that is the purpose of failure and negative thinking and, and negative thoughts is the feedback because that's why it's there. The the quote unquote failure or so called failure is there to give you feedback so you can learn from it. 
the negative right. thoughts that you have are is is a feedback to get you to be more realistic, set more realistic goals and expectations that can lead to that success. So that's really what I was getting at when I say that failure and success, they come and pass. That's why I like to look at it more as achievement because achievement involves failure and success, and you absolutely must have both. Otherwise, you just can't get to the level of success that you would really love to get to. Mm-hmm. So, so very true. And, you know, nowadays we see more people than ever feeling very stuck because of the economy. And, you know, there are more and more startups surfacing because people can't get jobs. They're taking their creativity to a new level and they're starting their own company. And uh, many people say it's a great time to start a company. But, you know, here they are stuck and even in possibly experiencing major financial crisis. Uh, can you speak to this? and and share some ways someone can start to create change for themselves, where do they begin? Yeah, I'd like to begin by just briefly going over my story because it ties into what you were just saying. Mm -hmm. I come from a fitness background, and I had gotten into a situation where someone in California asked me to be his partner in an existing training studio he had in Southern California. So I was living in New Jersey. I drove out to California, and within two weeks, I just got this very funny feeling about it. But the thing was, I had already given him $30,000 as part of a deal. I was, I was supposed to give him 75000 Well, I backed out of it because mm. it just didn't feel right. I drove back to New Jersey. I subsequently never got the money back. And between traveling, living expenses, moving costs, all that, it, co- I, it cost me over $50,000. I never got the money back. Now, that is a what many would people see as a quote-unquote failure, as a crisis. But in every failure, there's a success. In every crisis, there's... A blessing. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because that led me into going down the path that I'm going down now versus the fitness path. For someone listening, if they're in that type of a situation where they're having a crisis or they maybe saw themselves as, as being a failure in a certain area, just look for that blessing, look for that success in that what you may think of as a negative situation and learn from it, like we were saying before, because that is very likely to send you down a different path in your life, a path that you would really love to be going down. Or, you know, I, I like to say, connect the dots. And when you connect the mm-hmm. dots in your life, you're able to see that. Instead of seeing that failure as, oh, my God, that's a horrible thing, or that, or that crisis as, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Look at the opportunity that can come out of it. Because I could tell you right now, in my situation, I, I'm absolutely, and this isn't speculation, I'm certain had I gotten and stayed involved with that business, it would have ended up costing me more money. I wouldn't have ended up doing it anyway, and I would have been living in a place that I didn't want to be living in at the time, and I wouldn't be, doing, I wouldn't be on the show right now, and I wouldn't be doing what, all that I'm doing. And the same thing applies to everyone listening. So in those difficult situations, look for the other side and out pops something that you weren't aware of before that's going to set you down the path that you would really love to be going. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to point out here that, you know, sometimes we can look for that other side and we can search for that other side and it creates a resistance that's too strong for those opportunities to arise. You know, I think that we have to also learn to just be still and and to to some degree to see what comes around so that we don't miss it. Yeah, and be aware that that other side is there. But at the same time, like you were just saying, don't force it because anytime you force something, you're going to get the resistance and you just, it, 
you're, you're going to be clogged, so to speak. You just you just won't get those ideas, and you just you won't get that breakthrough. So it's again, it's important to know that it's there, and just know that you just. It doesn't sound funny, but just know that you never know when it's going to pop up and the light bulb goes off and all of a sudden you go right down that path that you would really mm-hmm. love to be doing in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Rather than down the, the rabbit hole that gets you in trouble. Cheney, we're already going into our first break, so we'll be back here in just a few minutes to explore uh, the concept of freedom, which we entrepreneurs truly love. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse. Involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we're 
here today with Cheney Weiner. He is an authority on human potential and personal development. And we're talking about achieving success and the blocks that keep us from achieving the things that we want to achieve. And and during break, Cheney, I was thinking that, you know, one of the things for me when a new client comes into coaching with me, one of the things I ask them is their definition of success and why it's important to them. And always, always, always for an entrepreneur, the thing that comes up is freedom, especially financial freedom. And so many entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs especially, go into business thinking, you know, I can do this and I'll be, I'll be free from the corporate cubicle and I'll be free from the bosses. They think their life is going to become so easy. And, and in some ways it does become better, but I, I wouldn't say that it becomes easy. Let's talk about that. If this is really important, and just like, and in fact, this goes back to what we were talking about in the last segment, it's the same thing is true here. And, you know, just like you can't have success without failure, well, you can't have freedom without constraint, and you can't have ease without difficulty. And I know that sounds very surprising to people at first, but, but think about it. And, and in fact, let me say this. When I'm talking about ease and difficulty, let's say the difficulties, the difficulties that occur, well, let me say it like this. Someone who is, they have their business, they're looking, you know, they want to achieve business success, financial freedom. Well, let's just say financial freedom and business freedom. We can, let's just look at freedom is really what I'm getting at. And, and they think, well, you know, now it's going to be easier think about that because like I said there's ease and difficulty in it. and the difficulties that can occur in this in this case are well you know you you know figuring out how to do you know how to deal with new sets of responsibilities that come up so if you're in a business and you obviously you're going to be involved with money well you're going to have people who are going to ask you to loan them money you're going to get newfound criticism people are going to see you differently especially family you know there's going to be the temptation to want to please everyone so yeah you know there there's there's freedom that comes along with it there's the easy part that comes along with it but just understand that there's the other side that's involved and that's really important to be aware of it and again this isn't to to go out and say well everything's got to be hard and difficult when you understand that there's going to as you get more freedom there's going to be constraints that come along with it as if you look for the easy life and think, well, it's going to be easier and all the difficulties are going to be away, no, you'll, you'll just attract different difficulties. And the whole point of this is when you know that, you can anticipate them before they come up. You can anticipate how to deal with situations when people ask you to loan them money. You will know how to deal with the criticisms that come up. You'll, you know, the people who are going to see you differently, you'll know how to deal with them in a respectful way. And you know, the whole idea of wanting to please everyone, you'll know how to, let's say, do the right deals and how to serve people without, in essence, hurting their feelings, or you could say without being disrespectful to them. So look for both sides. I know it's a challenging thing to do at first, but quite often that is the hidden block that really stops people to begin with because they think, geez, you know, I just don't want to deal with any of that. I don't want to deal with the people who are coming at me. I don't want to deal with the criticism. But when you understand it and it's there, you better prepare for it. And, it, you know, in essence, that helps it go a lot smoother. 
Yeah, it does. It helps to be prepared. And, and it doesn't mean to say that you're a negative Nelly when you do this, but you have to be aware and go in with your eyes open because, you know, I wrote an article. This is reminding me of my ink article that went live last Monday. And it's uh, four ch- steps to actually achieving true happiness because I, they're. I Oh, good. Thank you. Well, you know, there there's such a, a limiting belief out there that to be to be able to call yourself happy, you have to be happy all the time. And and I wrote in the article, I think this sums up what we're saying here as well as is, is where there's black, there is white. It's just how nature works. And there are two complementary forces that make up all aspects of life. And we have to follow and accept that balance in order to find the things that we're seeking, including happiness, success, financial abundance, whatever it is. I absolutely love the article, and it's right in line with many of the things that I teach, because with happiness, there's sadness. And that doesn't mean that someone's being negative or down or depressed. But when you look for your whole life, every single person, I mean, don't take my word for it. Everyone listening, look through your life. You've had moments of happiness and sadness. And believe it or not, there's times when that sadness actually has served you in some way. And then that's not right. to say to go around and look for a pity party, so to speak, but there's certain times when that is going to serve you in your life. And, it, and that's why it's there. And trying to run away from that is only going to bring more of really what you don't want. Mm-hmm. And I, I can actually speak to an example of that from, from my very own life is, you know, we all have days where we get down. And what I, about a year ago, actually finally came to realize is that those days where I don't feel all bubbly and perky and wonderful, and I might even feel a little sad, even leaning toward feeling temporary, de- temporarily depressed, you know, those days are where my creative genius flows the best. And uh, by that, I mean, that I I choose to still myself and accept it and go with the tide of the feeling rather than resist it. And and that's when I learn the most things about me and about my spirituality and about my belief system that support me in all the other areas of my life. Yeah, that's an excellent example of how a moment of sadness can benefit you in your life. Mm-hmm. Perfect yeah. example. Yeah. So, so to all the folks listening, definitely, you know, instead of, instead of going into that resistance, I always use, you know, trying to swim up upstream as an example, you know, just go with the flow. And, and of course, if it goes on for too long, you want to seek some help. You want to find out what it's about, but try to stop resisting and you'll find yourself in a good space much more often. But, you know, again, we're talking about taking risks and, and that's a risk too. You know, how far, how long am I going to be out of commission if I go with the flow and if I don't fight it? So Cheney, let's talk about a little bit about the risks and the rewards involved in achieving financial freedom uh, as it relates to entrepreneurs mostly, you know, those starting a business and, and those who are already in an active business. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, this this is right in line with pretty much what we've been speaking about, the whole, well, in this case, risk versus rewards. And I like to call, when it comes to taking risks, healthy risks. See, in my situation, when I went out to California, yeah, I was taking a risk, but honestly, that was an unhealthy risk because I went into that business with this person. I really didn't have a plan, a strategy. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to California. Oh, it's all going to be great. I was really looking at it from a one-sided perspective. I didn't look at the new accountabilities, the new responsibilities that came along with being in a business. So I took the risk, but in my particular case, 
I didn't have it planned out as much as I would have liked. I was looking at it from a one-sided perspective. And in terms of what you were asking about taking the risk as it relates to start, you know, starting a business or, you know, if someone already has their business going, the bottom line is there's going to be, again, you know, there in order to really grow your business, and this goes for any area of life, risks are necessary and sometimes they're going to be as some people will call calculated risks if you will mm-hmm. but i mean take a look at someone like donald trump bill gates warren buffett these people who are established in business they take big risks relative to their situation whilst an entrepreneur who's just starting out now obviously they're not going to be taking risks on the level that donald trump bill gates or warren buffett would but for them it might be wow you know how am I going to come up with the $10,000 to get my business up and running? You know, they may have to take a loan. They may have to do something that's going to help them jumpstart their business. So the risks and rewards are always varied. It's going to be there in different forms on different levels depending on where you're at. And really, this goes back to what I was saying. The best way that you can go about that, with, especially if you're just starting your business, is just understand that it's important to have some type of strategy, some type of plan. Now, you don't have to have it all there, picture perfect, if you will, but just have an idea of where you're going and especially why you want to do that. And all of a sudden, you know, other people who will look at that as a huge risk to you, it may not, to you, it'll be a healthy risk to other people who are on the outside looking in. They're not going to see it that way. Right. And I think that's the difference between the entrepreneurs who make it and the ones that don't is successful entrepreneurs know how to mitigate their risk. They've already done so much homework and so much research and so they have so many connections and resources that, you know, while there's always risk involved, they have really mitigated that risk. Whereas many entrepreneurs go into it blindfolded sort of on the the Pollyanna-ish side, if you will. And we have to really be careful about that. Yeah. In fact, the other thing that I was just thinking about this in the 30 seconds that you were speaking, and that is self-confidence. Yes. And this goes back to the whole planning and having strategies, but it also ties in that self-confidence. You know, the question is, how confident are you in what you're doing? And let's face it, whatever it is, you're going to always have people who are going to like you and dislike you, support you, and challenge you. And the question is, one, are you willing to deal with both sides of that? And two, how confident are you in what you're doing? Right, right. Yeah, we have to gain that confidence. Um, and, and one of the ways to do that, we're going to go into our second break in just a moment. So I'm just I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent here. But, you know, one of the ways to do that is, again, to do that research. I see so many entrepreneurs, by the time they come to me, they're in such deep trouble, in debt, sometimes a, a hundreds of thousands of dollars. And it's because they believed in their product, uh, but they didn't necessarily do enough research and asking outside of family and friends if if others would believe and therefore subsequently purchase their product and so we just go in thinking wow this is such a fabulous idea and, and we don't do 
anything to make sure that it is. So we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we come back. We're here with Cheney Weiner, and uh, I want to make sure that you head over and check out this week's in column, which is on the anti-elevator speech. Thank goodness it's about time. <laughs> Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on toginet.com. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the WOW Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And our guest today, Cheney Weiner, is also a facilitator of the Demartini Method, which was developed by Dr. John Demartini. It's a, quite a popular method. So make sure to check out Cheney's website at Cheney Weiner, C-H-A-N-E-Y-W-E-I-N-E-R.com to learn 
more about that. Shaney, thanks for being here. We've been talking about a lot of great stuff. And, you know, one of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with is, is actually coming up with that next great idea. And I know I go through this sometimes where I feel like I'm just batting my, my head against the wall until I have a headache because I just can't get it. I just don't know what that idea is. And I get so frustrated, but I know it's there. Talk to me about that. Yeah, I love talking about this, and it's interesting that over time, this has actually developed into one of the, well, one of my biggest strong points, and that's coming up with these, with these ideas, or as I like to call it, the big idea. And really, what it comes down to is something that you mentioned before the end of the last segment, and that's research. And I, I want to talk a little more about that. See, when it comes to coming up with those big ideas. Well, number one, you want whatever that big idea is, you want to make sure that you focus on that particular one. But in terms of where they come from, research. And this can be, or let me say it like this. It's very wise to read and listen to a variety of topics and then how to take those and apply them into what you're doing. So for example, in my particular case, and this really applies to everyone, think about your own story. Think about different points in your life. I, the way I do it is I look at different time frames in my life and things that have happened. Well, you know, how can I tie that into a particular topic? Experiences you've had, people you've met, maybe movies you've seen. I mean, I, I just, I like to talk about certain movies and apply it to certain topics. I look at sports, I look at music, I look at the biographies of different people, situations people have been in. I can go on and on with this, I'm just giving you an idea, but it's a matter of taking those and applying it to a particular topic that you want to run. As long as you come up with a topic, it could be something very generic, but then you, you look at the, you know, like to give you an example, I like to talk a lot about people having regret because many times people, you know, they want to go back in time and change things around. Well, I look at movies like Back to the Future, Sliding Doors, Running Against Time, you know, movies of that nature. I take that, those ideas or those movies and tie it into an idea that I want to get across. And, and when I do that, I focus on one big idea. And just, you know, the, uh, these ideas, when you do come up with them, just think in terms of are they new, are they timely, you can use current events, are they unique, are they bold, do they get people's attention. And, and the other thing I want to mention along with that in terms of how to come up with them, look for a particular place that you're in where you get them. I get a lot of them when I'm in the shower. I get them when I'm laying down in bed. I get them when I'm in the gym. Some people get them when they go for a walk. It's going to be different for each person. But the idea is to tap in to wherever it is that you get those ideas. Some people get them while sitting on the beach. Albert Einstein got them while he was in the shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and our, our producer, Jay, is is noting here that he gets great ideas all the time, but he doesn't necessarily have the money for development. So how can we get the big, bold, creative idea to find the money to put behind our ideas? That's a great, great question. And obviously, there's a marketing element that comes into that. But here's the thing, though. When you get that idea, it's worth taking the time to to – Learn how to articulate it in such a way where you can approach someone 
perhaps if they're going to loan you money or however that arrangement is going to be made, and get them to see how your idea can serve and benefit them and how it can serve and benefit many people. Because the bottom line is, if somebody can see that they're getting something out of it, and then you're getting something out of it in return, you pretty much have a deal there. But again, you know, it's one thing to listen to me, you know, listen to me saying this, but it's worth taking the time to get the words down, to, uh, again, doing the research, learning how to articulate that idea because it's, you know, how it's presented is just as important as the mm-hmm. idea itself. Mm-hmm. It really is. And, uh, you know, one of the things that you said at, at the top of this discussion here is about noticing where you are when yeah. your better ideas come along and the shower, the walks in the nature. And there again, it takes me back to that one magic word, resistance, is, you know, when you're in the shower, use that time to free your mind. You know, the reason we get ideas when we're falling to sleep is because we are freeing our mind in order to fall asleep. But when people are actively doing things like taking walks and taking a shower, they they try and busy their mind. What do I have to do today? What do I? But you know, and it's a great idea to utilize that time just by allowing allowing yourself to be. Yeah, I mean, there are times. I mean, I'm going to be straight up about this. When I'll have an idea, there's something I want to write. I know what it is, but sometimes for some reason just can't find the words or there's a certain angle that I want, you know, a certain way I want to position it. And I say, the heck with this, I'm going in the shower. And mm-hmm. I would say at least nine times out of ten, I go in the shower. Something takes place in the shower that melts the resistance because I go in the shower, I come out of the shower, and I get it. Yeah, yeah. Now, for me, that's the shower someone else it could be the walk so you know mm-hmm. it's, it's just it's going to be different for each person now me taking a walk eh, it, it might work but me it's more the shower working out driving in the car is another one and uh just find what it is for you and maximize it and really use it to your advantage yeah so we've broken through and we found this idea, whether it's something that we're inventing or or a new product, uh, information product that someone like you or I may want to create. But I have to tell you, I am so tired of all the emails all day long. I mean, I'm unsubscribing from just about everything because they're all starting to sound alike with these promises of changing my life. And I don't want to be another one of those people. I don't want to be an Internet marketer. How do we get these ideas out there? Well, if I feel that the best way to do it is to come up with counterintuitive ideas and the content that goes along with it, and you know, an example of that is eat fat to get thin. I mean, you know, unless a lot of people are going to start using that one, that's going to catch your attention. Mm-hmm. And just to give you an example, I, if you go over to one of my other pages, it's um, www.iwanttohavefinancialfreedom.com. It's a three-part training event that I do. Okay. So you know, you can go over there right now and check that out. You know. You know, opt into it, it's free, but that page will give you an example of what I'm talking about. Because when you look on there, it says, well, how to effectively use your current situation to achieve financial freedom. You know, mm-hmm. people think, well, you know, how in the world can I use my situation that's going on right now to achieve financial freedom? Well, I talk about that in there. And other things I talk about in there are, well, 
how to use negative thoughts and limiting beliefs about money so you can clear the way to achieve financial freedom in your life. How to save money right now even if you currently have debt. Those are things that most people don't talk about. But the important thing is that whatever those ideas are going to be for you, it is incredibly important to make sure that whatever, you know, your big ideas, whatever that counterintuitive content headline, I just gave you some examples of mine, it absolutely must be backed up by proof that it works. Because it's one mm -hmm. thing to say it and just to put mm -hmm. fluff out there, but it's another thing to back it up. So that's right. important. And let me go back to what you were saying before about research. Again, you, know, you just don't make claims like this unless you know how to connect the dots in that. And that's if you put your name and email in and listen to what I did there, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And again, you know, that's the way I did it for financial freedom. For those of you listening, it could be whatever it is for you. But again, it's worth taking the time to get clear, come up with the idea, and come up with some kind of a counterintuitive way, a way someone hasn't heard of or that goes against what conventional wisdom, if you will, says, and be able to connect the dots and then present your content in a way. Because when you're able to do that, that will get people's attention, provided that you, you know, that you can back it up. And that I, I can tell you right now that that is extremely effective as long as you know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's the well, important thing. Well, we have another question here, and, and this is so typical of the entrepreneurial mind, and that is that, you know, I have too many creative ideas and you know none of them are happening because I'm over I'm bombarded by these creative ideas which is something that entrepreneurs you know they're always reading for reaching for that next bright and shiny object right so how do we choose how do we still ourselves long enough to know which one is the right one and uh, actually make it happen well that is obviously going to depend on the specific factors, you know, the person's situation, the business, whatever it is for them. But just to answer the question in general is just to take one of those ideas at a time and put the focus on that and go that route. Now, you may have a, in that end, an overlapping of the other ideas, you know, then it's going to be a matter of, you know, in essence, finessing your way on how to narrow that down. I know I go through that all the time. I mean, I, I'm, I'm writing up a report right now, and, I, and that's everything I'm going through. And sometimes it's important that I take a step back and not get done as much as I had expected, but just make sure that I focus on that one idea and then maybe in another section talk about the other idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I find yeah. that very, it works out very well. Yeah, and also it's important to really look at your main your main goal and where you see yourself and the values and the whole big picture of of your company or the company that you want to have and choose the ones that don't take you off your path because a lot of times entrepreneurs self sabotage themselves by exploring way too many ideas and they can actually just simply ask the question is this a part of my path? Does it keep me moving forward to the big picture vision and the way or the place I see myself going? And it can prevent a lot of loss. So we're going into this final break already, Cheney. We'll be back here with the Million Dollar Mindset in just a moment.
unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Tune in to the Travel Chick Show with Bonnie Kitohata. Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Bonnie will share with you an hour of travel ideas, experiences, adventures, and tips from her guests. Topics range from local day trips to international excursions. From organized professional vacations to spur-of-the-moment getaways. For fun or business, groups or solo, by bus, car, plane, train, boat, bike, hike, or horse, you'll also hear about travel-related subjects like cultures, travel photography, keepsakes, and more. Whether you love to travel yourself or you enjoy seeing the world vicariously through others, join us and enjoy travel stories from around the U.S. and around the world. For more information on The Travel Chick Show, check out Bonnie's website, thetravelchick.com. Then join us for the show, The Travel Chick Show, live Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time with your host, Bonnie Kitohara, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. What's ideal for you? Really, what's ideal for you? Being who you are, doing what you love, and getting out and about with friends. What's ideal for you? With your host, Janice Christopher. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. And it all starts with Janice doing just that. Then being open, curious, authentic, and living her life on a quest to discover everything that could possibly make life ideal. Check out the website, whatsidealforyou.com. Studies have shown that 80% of Americans, and probably everyone else too, dislike their work. 80%. The mission then is to turn that passion statistic around. To show how it is possible to live your passions and make a living. Or live your passions so that you'll be able to mush through your job until you can change it. And watch life's magic begin to happen. It's What's Ideal for You with your host Janice Christopher. Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we're here with Cheney Weiner. Make sure to check out his website, CheneyWeiner.com, along with I Want to Have Financial Freedom.com, where you can uh, check out one of Cheney's fabulous training programs. So, so Cheney, obviously this show is the million dollar mindset. And um, one of the things I know I've heard you say before is that positive thinking can actually limit your success. And so, of course, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about that here on the million dollar mindset. Tell me what you mean by that. Well, here's a great story. And this is a true story. It's, it's, um, this took place a number of years back. I believe it was in the late 90s. I'm not sure on the exact year, but it was when Donald Trump and his group were building the Hudson River Project in New York City along the Hudson River. And what Trump would do is he would meet with his team. They had a business plan that detailed all the specifics of what was involved in, in the project. So he would meet with the team. I believe there were 12 people on the team, and he would meet with them on a regular basis. And during these meetings, he was doing something that was very surprising what he was doing was that he was telling his team and understand that each person on his team was responsible for a different aspect of the project. So he was telling each of them to go out and find out anything that could possibly go wrong and interfere with the plan. Mm -hmm. And really, in essence, what he was 
Now, on the surface, what, he, what it's going to look like to most people is that, well, he was taking a negative approach on this project, and people would think, well, why in the world is he doing this? Well, basically, what he was doing is that he hired people to find out everything that can go wrong with the with this Hudson River project, and then had them come up with contingency plans. And their job was to come up with a backup plan or a contingency plan on every possible thing that can go wrong. So they can go to a plan B or a plan C if their original plan, you know, fell through. Mm -hmm. So instead of him just using positive thinking only, he was using both positive and negative thinking, which really, in reality, he was using balanced thinking. Right. Because, it, because it's the positive thinking and the balanced thinking in the form of those contingency plans. That's what gets results. And this is really, this is really important because this is the difference between quote-unquote success and failure in your business or any area of your life and it's you know just let me say this you know many times people say well you know I don't want to be net you know I, I don't want to put that negative energy out there and you know that's common among certain groups of people in personal development and self-help but that's not being negative, it's being balanced, because that's how the world, that's how the universe operates. And I guarantee you, Bill, now I don't know, this, but I, I'm, I guarantee you, Bill Gates, Buffett, all those guys, or anyone who has a really thriving, quote-unquote, successful business, they have backup plans. They have a plan B, a plan C, because they know that everything's not going to always go their way. And it's very wise to look for those situations that may not, go your way so you know how to deal with them when they do come up. So it's wise to be more balanced in the thinking and not just come from, oh, it's going to be positive, I'm going to be positive. Yes, the positive thinking is important, but the other side is important as well because it helps you to be more prepared for things that come up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's. I think it's important that everyone understand the difference between, you know, being differences between being a positive thinker and having blinders on. And it's important, you know, positive thinking in a case like this would be that we will overcome any circumstances that may get in our way of achieving this problem. And then to go ahead and do that research and, and step into a state of absolute and total preparedness, which is where many, many, many entrepreneurs fail. So I love, I love the balance there that, yes, you know, positive thinking is a must, but going out and looking for trouble, as you might say, and being prepared for it is, is really, really important. Yeah, and, because mm -hmm. there's a difference between that and what Donald Trump is doing or, you know, in that story I was telling you about what Trump is doing versus someone who who is being negative in the sense of well I can't do this right it, you know it, you know that kind of thinking because that's why it's really important and I do want to mention is that whenever and this goes for anyone listening when you listen to other people speak about getting rid of, of negative thoughts it's important for you to be aware of what people are meaning by the things that they're saying because if I don't clarify what I'm saying about what Trump did, people say, well, you're being negative. That's not the way to be. No, but that's a different form of it in the, you know, in the contingency plans of what I was speaking about. So don't take things as face value. Negative thinking can be many different ways. You know, typically when you hear someone talk about, well, get rid of negative thoughts, which no one can do anyway, they're going to 
look at it from, you know, well, you don't want to be uh, pessimistic. Well, of course you don't. Mm-hmm. You just want to be prepared. Prepared, prepared. not exactly pessimistic. <laughs> you know, and all of this, Cheney, can be such a roller coaster ride. And at the top of the show, we were talking about having the courage to achieve success and financial freedom. And there are a lot of emotions that are tied into running your own business. And it's certainly a lot of emotions around money for some people. Um, let's talk about that and how you can relate this to achieving success in business. Yeah, it's really about the whole idea of the emotions and managing your emotions. Did you see the, um, there was a special on ESPN called Broke? Did you happen to catch that? No, I didn't. It sounds good. Yeah, it's about former athletes. Most of them were football players. I think they had some baseball players in there who were, who got the big contracts and they ended up broke Mm -hmm. because they were going out there and buying jewelry, business deals falling through and things of that nature. And that really ties in to this, to what you were just asking about. And it also ties into the whole courage to achieve financial freedom. Because the thing is, if you know that you're going to have a lot of money come your way, or even the thought of it, if you get really up, elated, ecstatic, you get distracted. And then all of a sudden, weird things come into your life. And next thing you know, the money's gone. That, that's what happens to lottery winners. That's what happened to these athletes. And believe it or not, this happens to people who are in, you know, I know people in fitness who this is, in the fitness industry. I know people in personal development this has happened to. So the whole idea is to be able to manage your emotions. And just like we were talking about the positive and negative thinking, well, it's the same thing here. You don't want to get too up. You don't want to get too down. You just want to know how to manage those emotions when they come up because if you get too up like with i would highly recommend everyone to check out that series broke if you go on youtube i'm sure you could pull it up they got these guys got millions of dollars they got elated they started blowing their money on things they just and next thing you know they were broke yeah well and there again there's a difference between the spiritual definition of being up and yeah. the manic definition and, and you know that's more of a manic definition right because sometimes when people are really 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 happy they do dumb things but to certainly you know tap into that that law of attraction by tapping into your joy and your gratitude is very important yeah i mean really the best advice that I can give when it comes to whether you're an, an entrepreneur right now starting out, whether you're someone who's thinking about having your own business or someone, if you're someone who's been in your own business for 5, 10, 15 years, as it relates to having more financial wealth and more success, just always think in terms of what are going to be the new accountabilities and the new responsibilities, the new pains and pleasures that are going to come with that greater financial wealth, that greater financial success, and to really take the time to take a step back and really think about that and really write that down. Because if you don't do that, you'll get that manic high. And you might say, well, it'll never happen to me. It'll never happen to me. And I'm sure those athletes, they said the same thing and it happened to them. So it's, it's mm-hmm. worth taking the time to really do what I said. And then, again, you're much more prepared, and then when those situations come your way, you know how to deal with them in a much more efficient manner. Mm-hmm. So very important to be prepared and to, to not 
not enter into excess, excessive thinking, excessive action. You know, they say that you know, there's a million door, a million uh, millionaire next door, and and that most of America's millionaires really live in very middle class environments. I do. Yeah, because they're not getting excessive, and that's why they maintain their their millionaire status. Yeah, I believe Sam Walton, even after I think he was in his eighties, Walmart was already established. He was driving a beat up truck. <laughs> mm hmm. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And well, all right. I'm going to get my nice car after after I'm a multi millionaire. But right. <laughs> I'm not going to go crazy, right? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the cars and houses as long as you know how to, you know, really manage it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we touched on this a little bit early, uh, earlier, Cheney, but we have about two minutes to wrap up. I just wanted to kind of wind back and talk a little bit about saying no to certain things, saying yes to other things, and how how you know what things to say no to and what things to say yes to to really build that, that great business. Yeah, that- that's a very intuitive process, but again, it's going to come back to what's your plan, what's your vision, what are your strategies, what are your highest priorities, what are your values, because there's going to be times where, you know, as, you know, when you have a business that, hey, you know, you may not be able to go out, you may, you know, you may not be able to spend time with your kids, but if that's the case for you, explain to them, well, how is my business, what I'm doing, going to help them, and if you get them to see that, then even when you say no to those certain situations and to those people, when they can see how it serves and benefits them, it makes your life a lot, I don't want to say easier, it makes it a lot more enjoyable and a lot more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what would you like to say as we're leaving uh, one tip where people can really turn their financial situation around? Yeah, head on over to uh, the site I mentioned before, www.iwanttohavefinancialfreedom. And cause I, you know, I talk about in there how to effectively use your current situation to achieve financial freedom. It ties into what we were talking about before, but most importantly, it can help you in your current situation where you're at. Okay, wonderful. Cheney, it's fabulous to hear your voice again here on The Million Dollar Mindset. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you, Marla. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And make sure to join us here again next Monday, same time, same place, and to move on over to Inc.com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka to learn more about, finally, the anti-elevator speech. If you're like me, you fall asleep at networking events. Here's how to counteract that. Thanks for being here. This is Marla Tabaka, Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if